What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. Thanks for tuning in to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host, Hannah, and on today's episode, I am talking all about the game of golf with Michael Smith, the head teaching professional at the Daniel Island Club. Michael gets to share his love for golf every day with people of all abilities, some who have never even picked up a golf club before. So he explains his philosophy on the golf swing, how he teaches it, how he breaks it down, and the most common limitations and faults that he sees. He talks about how the game of golf and how teaching golf has changed over the past few years with new technology. Michael just loves sharing his passion and growing the golf community one golfer at a time. So thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back everyone to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host Hannah and today I have with me Michael Smith, the head teaching professional at the DI Club. DI stands for Daniel Island for those of y'all who don't know. That's right. Welcome Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to talk all about golf. I'm assuming that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, you don't teach dance, right? No, I don't know a lot about much, but a little bit about golf. (laughs) There you go, there you go. So can you tell me a little bit more about what it means to be a head teaching professional and what you do? Um, wow. It, um, it means you teach a lot of golf. Yeah. And you, um, you grow the golf game uh, one person at a time is kind of what I try to do. There's not a lot of administration in my job, fortunately. So yeah. I wake up and teach golf. That's one way. And, I like that yeah. way of putting it, growing the golf game. Yeah. One person or groups. Yeah. As it could be. Do you like that most of your, I mean, it sounds like most if not all is just teaching you know you don't have a lot of the admin I, I really do you like it you like the one on one I do I, I've done the admin and I still do mm-hmm. some obviously to create camps and whatnot. but yeah. I'm more of a people person outdoor you know yeah. just like hang out and, with people and teach yeah, them yeah and try to, to try to get them you know to feel good about their game yeah. well, maybe I should come yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. I said, I try to make them feel exactly. Good. It's good well, as, as good as as good as I can make them feel. There you go. In one session, exactly. It's a process. Exactly. So obviously, you're very into golf. You, how did you How did you get to where you are? Like, when was the first time you ever picked up a golf club? First, oh gosh, I was two probably. No, what yeah. two? Well, my dad was a golf coach okay. at Lewisburg oh. at Lewisburg College in I North Carolina, and I was born in, in Raleigh. And uh, I just played my whole life, but didn't play um, to the level the kids play now. Mm. So we have a lot of kids at the club that they just get out of school, or either they're homeschooled, and they're right on the golf course. That's all they do. They don't play other sports. Like mm. my kids play tennis. Yeah. They play some rec sports, but they don't play other sports. Like, for me, it was 10 years of football, baseball, basketball. And then golf was summertime. Mm -hmm. And so golf was great for me. I got recruited to play in college and didn't play, regrettably, but 
that was a choice yeah. that I made then. And uh, so then took it up again later, knowing that I probably couldn't get, you know, 18 other guys together for a baseball game. <laughs> and I, I like to compete. I need yeah. a scoreboard. I need, I need something, you know. I don't just like to go... Do it for fun. No, no, I like I like for somebody to win, for somebody to lose. So yeah. I was in the military, started back playing golf, and um, they had a base team. Mm. So I got on the base team, and this was out in San Diego, mm. and I, I just started playing every day again. And then beautiful place to play golf. Yeah, and and I said, this is this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I really did. And so came back to I was going to North Carolina. Stopped in South Carolina because my brother was living in Somerville, mm. and uh, I was going back to New Mexico to go to, to New Mexico State for the PGM program. Ended up getting a part-time job at a golf course in Somerville, and, oh, wow. uh, for um, for free golf. Mm. And then a job came open at a sister course, and they said, "You know, you can play free golf, and we'll pay you." Oh, what? So I'm like, wait, what? Free golf and get paid? All I, do, all I got is wash carts? Sign me up. So I go over there, and, you know, the head pro is like, what's your plans? And I said, well, I'm going back out to um, New Mexico mm-hmm. and go to school, finish up my school, and, um, you know, with my GI Bill. He goes, I can get you through this program quicker. He goes, you got a great game, and you're good with people. And I go, Really? And I said, that doesn't sound like a great idea not to go back out there, but I'm willing to listen. So yeah. that's when it started. And so I said, all right, I'll stay here. And so I worked for this guy. He was a great guy. And uh, as a matter of fact, he's still in Somerville. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and got through the program, got halfway through the, well, I got through the first school of the PGA. Mm-hmm. And then this guy gave me money to play professionally. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing. I'm like, even better. Wow. I, I can't turn this down. He, you know, he was a super nice guy. And he goes, Hey, I got some extra money, and I see you working hard all the time. And if you want to, you know, try some mini tour stuff, I, you know, I'll give you some money. I said, Yeah. So I go to my boss man. I said, Hey, this guy's giving me money. Can I do it? And uh, he said he's going to give me a six week window. Mm-hmm. And, and my head pro was like, Yeah. He said, Just take a leave of absence. You got your job when you get back. Well, I mean, the so stars here I go. Yeah, yeah. So, so here I go off and uh, and play my first tournament professionally and missed a check by one shot. And I was like, "Wow, that was that's pretty good for the first time." Because I never really even played professionally at all. No, or amateur golf. Yeah, and I played high school, huh. skipped college golf, yeah. and now I'm just playing golf as an assistant pro. And this guy gives me money. Go to the next tournament. And losing a playoff. Mm. And so I'm like, wow, this is crazy, you know? And so I played four more events, made some good money, went back to work. And then uh, my mother and stepfather approached me and they go, hey, if you want to try that again, we'll <laughs> give you the money. You yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I me. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. We got to write up a contract here or something because yeah. I know where y'all are going with this. I don't know about royalties. Papa John needs a new tractor and you, yeah, I know what's going on that. But anyway, so um, I did that and it went really well and then I tore my shoulder. Oh, really? Yeah, labrum. Oh, jeez. And so. It, that was it? That was it. I got How did a job. that happen? Um, I think I had a small tear from football in high school, and then just hitting, I mean, I was played, what, 36 tournaments a year, and hit balls pretty much every day, yeah. and it was small, and I just got... Was there, like, one swing? Where yeah, you well, go? there, one swing did take it to the end, yeah. but, um, it was, it was, it was slow, it was but then it. one, I had to hit over a pond, force carry, and just, I was like, oh. And the guy was playing, I'm like, what was that? I got, I think it was my shoulder. Yeah. And I just hear something weird. And so I limped in for two holes and I was done for quite some time. Yeah. And so then I got a job as, um, as an assistant pro again. Mm-hmm. But then I had to go back into um, 
the PGA program, which is far more difficult than the first one I started. Mm. So that took me quite some time. And, uh, and then I knew as I started that I was going to journey towards the uh, instruction side. I just enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you looked at it more, um, you, know, you made your own schedule. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, it was easier. And then, especially when you know when I had my first child, I'm like, yeah, it, it, more stable. Yeah, yeah. it's like I can, you know, take off Saturday, work Sunday, you know, go watching, mm-hmm. play, you know, t-ball, mm-hmm. and then work another day instead of a, you know, working, yeah, a set schedule. So yeah. So when did you start teaching at the DI club? 20 years ago. Okay. 2002. So, I mean, you've seen Charleston change a lot, huh? Mm. <laughs> I can't, I just, I'm so upset with myself Oh. that I didn't take pictures. Oh, wow. I mean, DI was like empty, right? It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the, the driving range, we, yeah, if you would, were to come over there, see where the back of the driving range is where we teach, behind it where is Ralston Creek course, it was all wooded, mm-hmm. and I could hear um, you know the coyotes howling every time a plane flew oh, over. Gosh. And when I get to work in the morning, turkeys were eating out there every morning. Yeah, and, and yeah, and now just it's just grew. dogs yeah, it's, walking their dogs. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just um, you know deer, a couple deer running around trying to find some food. Oh, and, yeah. But it's yeah, it's the what they've done with the island is amazing. It's really yeah. I mean, even since I've been here since 2017, and Oh yeah, so you've even then, like it. I feel like it used to kind of be a little bit more of like this little like, private, kind of hidden <laughs> oasis. Oh it was yeah. Like, oh, you like you went to Daniel Island. Yeah. And also now, like I come here every day. Like you know, I'm a little bit more used to right. it. But I still, I mean, apartments and new buildings and new restaurants. Like I have a, a client who said he remembers when they put up the exit. Like he remembers when just Daniel Island became an exit. Well, when I, I was at Wild Dunes. Um, as the director of instruction prior to this mm. and in 2000 when it opened um, my good friend was the first head pro at the club mm. and he called me up he goes hey I want you to come work for me and I said that's interesting <laughs> so because um, you know Daniel Allen I mean the you know, 526 there was mm-hmm. nothing you know out this way yeah. and so I asked uh, a bunch of the gentlemen at, at Wild Dunes that were members that, you know, were super smart and older dudes, and I, and I said, hey, what, what do y'all think about this, uh... This old D.I. D- Daniel yeah. Allen deal, this new golf course. Daniel's Island. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they were like, man, I don't know that I'd do that. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's just probably not ever going to take oh off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I'm serious. This is 2000 now. Famous Lost two, Yeah, 2002... He calls me back. Somebody just laughed. I said, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. had oh, yeah. grown that much in two years. Well, you just knew. Yeah. I mean, I played it, um, you know, right when it opened, you could tell it was going to be a beautiful place. And then when you see how it started to develop, when I came over here, I think in 2000, it was like a dirt road to the real estate center. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was... Yeah, they made it beautiful for it's, sure. Yeah. You've gotten some nice places to work. Wild Dunes, DI, you know some good people. Certainly. In a yeah, beautiful I've been, areas. I've been, I've been very fortunate. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like throughout your career, you had, especially in the beginning, like a couple of people that really, really rooted for you, like really saw oh, your yeah. potential. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. About, yeah. It's a great business to be in. If, yeah. If you can stick it out. There's a lot of... Because um, in the beginning it's tough. Even in, as it gets along, I mean, it's it's not a lot of money. You don't get paid a lot. Like the first job, mm-hmm. you know, I had to um, had to meet with a regional guy. Well, he was a regional guy, and then they downsized, and he became the head pro. Mm. And so um, I said, "Hey, I need to meet with you whenever you get." He goes, "I I got time right now." So we took a golf cart ride. I pulled out this piece of paper, and I said, "This is uh, this is my bills." And it was, you know, like car payment, 130 yeah. bucks. My my little house out in the back of somebody's yard was 250 It was oh, not geez. much. Yeah. And so he looked at it, and I said, this is how much you pay me. 
You see the difference? <laughs> He's like, you don't make enough to live. I said, no. No, I don't. And, and, and he really, he was a bottom line guy. He came from Chicago. He didn't, he didn't know about it. You know, living. He just knows yeah. what they can't pay out. And he gave me a raise to, to, make, to make it work. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And if he wasn't have, I'd probably, I don't know what I'd be doing now. Yeah. I mean, because you really couldn't, um, yeah, I'm like, it's really simple. I just need a couple more bucks an hour. And mm-hmm. and I know there's there's a big raise from an assistant pro to a head professional. And, you know, supposedly that's what they tell you. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's always like, it's cool to see how these, like those kinds of people, like open up doors, like how they're. You find good leaders, you find good mentors, you oh, yeah. find people that are, oh, yeah. that are willing to help, and it, I mean, it's life-changing. Certainly. Like, it changed your life. Just him being like, yeah, we'll give you a few more bucks, just allows you to have this crown Yeah, I said, grow. look, I'm not looking to drive a sports car. Yeah. So I just want to keep gas in my Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be able to get to work, and I want to be able to eat. Yeah. And then I, I, can, I can handle it from there. Yeah. And you mentioned before, in the early stages how youth athletics has changed oh yeah and how i mean how you played all of the sports all year round and it was like you play golf in the summer you play football in the fall and that's how i remember like you know my dad talking about it. he played all of the sports right and now you're right you see kids and they only play one sport year yeah you, you um like i had my oldest played soccer mm. and they really discouraged any other sports yeah. Instead of going, hey, if he does this, he's going to help him with this. Mm-hmm. And but he played tennis at the same time, so the footwork was a good thing. But you know, they wouldn't encourage you to to be on a travel baseball team. And yeah, it's interesting because when I played, you know, in what the mid seventies or whatever, it travel ball was there wasn't a travel ball. There was no club. No. Yeah, you just no. played with your you school. You played little season. league. Yeah, you played school, and then you played little league, and then you played rec league football. And if you traveled, it was because you made the all star team. Hmm. And then at some point, somebody said, "You know what? There's probably some money in this." Yeah, these kids <laughs> need something to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had plenty to do. I mean, we were we were busy, and now I don't know. Yeah, I mean, now I've talked to parents who. Their kid is constantly, like, you know, playing whatever sport, year-round, traveling, so expensive. It's, like, it's so, it's just so, like, important here. And And the the high school ball, I mean, I guess unless you're playing football, not that, I mean, you can play travel baseball, AU basketball, and get recruited more than you could from... Plan for your high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, if they look at the club teams for sure. Oh, yeah, because now, like, a basketball coach um, can go to Vegas and watch a 64 AAU team tournament. Oh, yeah. And not have to go to, you, you know, know Charleston, Charleston High School gym, you know, yeah, that's true. with eight other, you know, and, hmm. yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's funny, too, when it's discouraged from them you know, playing multiple sports because, like, early sports specialization increases risk for injury and decreases athletic potential, too. So it's like... However, if you do not play one, you you won't be on the team long because other kids are playing more than you. Yeah, there's pressure. They're going to appear to be better because they're doing it more. Yeah. I mean, they're good, but are they better? Maybe not. You know, there's that's a huge the, pressure for yeah. sure, so and they start to, really young. You have to stick with one, and uh, yeah, my oldest had a what is it, a stress fracture back mm-hmm. from um, repetitive, repetitive motion. What sport? Uh, tennis and soccer. Mm. And he had like what is my it? Goodness. It's a big term spondylolisthesis. Yes. Wow. Yes. And yeah. He was, he, we were fortunate to catch it early. Yeah. And. Um, it's pretty uh, common with gymnastics, you know. And yeah. and linemen, yeah. And oh, offensive linemen. Oh, it's an extension. He's a lineman. An, no, no, no. No, but it's... Uh, he's serving and okay. kicking. So, so okay. he was playing gotcha. a lot of soccer and tennis at the same time. And, uh, yeah, and then my middle one, he's had an elbow, mm. a shoulder from just playing tennis. Mm, just over and over. Yeah. And well, over. I got it. I mean, I got it playing baseball. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. 
what baseball player hasn't? Yeah, know? hasn't had a bad arm. I mean, if you don't, <laughs> you haven't really played. You know, it's like I tell people, you know, playing football who are young, if you could find your bicycle after practice, you didn't hit hard enough. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, and if you didn't go to the wrong huddle a couple of times, you know, you weren't. Yeah, that's just. What, and now I always say, you oh, don't no, tackle no, no. with your you head. Do not no. say that no. at all. No. <laughs> you no. would be fired for right. sure. Right. So I'm assuming now, you know, you spend a, you spend a lot of your time with youth athletes, right? You mm-hmm. have, especially right now in the summer. Certainly. What is that like? It's a lot of fun. It's a it's a lot of fun to to see them um, all of a sudden go, wow, I, I want to play this more. Mm. But what I've been getting also is um, some freshmen in college, which is really interesting, that I had when they were 10 years old in camps. Yeah. And now they've realized, you know, after they've done whatever, you know, video games or another sport or whatever, and now they can't they're do They're coming it. back to golf. They're like, what was I thinking? I go, and that's why we try to keep the retention. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, if they touch a club once a week, just come once a week. Yeah. And at some point, you know, maybe start taking some privates or not. And then by the time, you know, you decide, you know, in college that you, you know, you're not on the lacrosse team or you're not on the baseball team, you got a sport you can go play with your buddies, you can play with your family. Yeah, networking. You know. yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a yeah. Yeah, it is a it's not But just, it's hard. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it's not it's yeah, it's not you know, you don't get the early self-gratification, usually. No, that's why I didn't love it so much. Well, that's exactly right. And <laughs> then you can play forever and it can kick you right in the shin, you know? Yeah. But I mean, Literally. if you start young, it's just like skiing and snowboarding. I'm so jealous of these little kids that start right. when they're four. And then by the time they're 15, they're amazing. You know, there's no fear and they can <laughs> fully enjoy it. Right. So, like, what happens if we start these kids just as a... Skill development, like you're going to want to play golf eventually, sometime in your life, for some purpose. Yeah, like, they don't, they, you know, you don't play lacrosse that often when you're 40 no. with your work buddies, right? But golf, you do. But it's it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And I see, you know, we just try to just like I said, once a week, keep it fun. Yeah, for sure. Re- retention, the main thing. If we can get the kids to come back once a week, we can mm-hmm. get them. And then we have some that. Uh, you know, we've had several that do one or one season of camps or clinics, and and they're like, "No, I just want to do privates." And you know, whether they stay with us at the club or go somewhere in town, and now they're playing college golf. So yeah, I get a handful of those, but not as many as you should, or I think we should at, at a club our size. But uh, there's just so much to do around here. Mm, um, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of other sports pulling well, their attention. Well, the sports and. There's water, the there's fishing. I mean, there's a yeah. lot to do here if you if you hit a bad golf shot. You know, it's like, nope, this is for me. Yeah, I can do something else. <laughs> I go play pickleball. That's right. Oh, pickleball. I know. <laughs> you work with people, like I said before, people who've never held a golf club before to people who are really, really good at it. Right. So what is your process usually like, you know, with those newbies, getting people started? Um, I, I video them. I let them, first thing I do is just let them, you hope. Well, how do I hold it? I said, well, you show me how you think you should hold it. Yeah. And what you think the golf swing is. And just, okay. Yeah, just, Let's start there. You, you can't do it wrong, you know. And you're not going to hurt yourself or anybody. And yeah. they, they hit a few. And I, and I kind of take in, you know, their movements. And and then from there, I will um, you know, maybe put a seven iron in their hand and take some video. Mm-hmm. Down line, face on. And then we'll look at the video. And then I'll start my four areas of concern. Yeah, which are? Grip, foundation, axis, and, and plane. And I'll explain that to them. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you know, so even beginners, I can go, you know, your, your posture's fine. Or I can put them in the monitor and let them look at their posture and say, okay, this is how you stand, hips back, chest forward, weight mm-hmm. 50-50, and, and go through that. And then typically if it's a brand new person, we're going through the grip. and So I have like yeah. a training grip. It's okay. preform. Put your hands on it. If it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Yeah. And then there's another little training aid I might use that uh, helps you square your club so that you're not, you know, bowing your wrist or cupping your wrist kind of thing. And then once they can handle the club face. Yeah. Once you can just handle the club. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> and we I, can swing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is the club. You know, you can talk all you want to about 
the rest of the body, but if you remove the body from the picture and look at the club, mm. you know, our club has to do the same thing that Tiger Woods club has to do. Has to, I mean, it's geometry or math mm-hmm. or, or whatever you want to call it. Physics. And Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you just add a body to it and go, okay, what can we do mm. to get your body to make this club do that? Yeah. And it might not be the same, but the club will be the same. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Hmm. Club's gonna be the same. Has Club to has to be the same, but your body is different, and so your, your body's longer legs, shorter leg, hmm. yeah, a lot of variables. So yeah. you look at the club. What are the most common faults or like common limitations that you see, especially in the the newer faults or limitations? Faults would be hmm. let's like, do faults. Yeah, faults. Faults would be grip, club face. Okay, like most people. If their club face is not square, and square just means it's the mm. term that's just relative to the plane. The yeah, no, it starts square and then actually it rotates. Okay, yeah. And, and it's a, when it gets to the top, it's square after it's rotated and then it comes back square and rotates around. Mm. So, most people are closed. Yeah, but at address, they're square. Yeah. But then their brain tells them to close the club at the top because the brain thinks the plane is, is, is vertical. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It doesn't allow us to take it over here on the plane. So the plane, you know, when you address the ball, the club sits on the ground anywhere from 58 to 64 degrees based on the club. So then the club shaft itself follows that plane. Mm-hmm. Right? And and so most people are closed mm-hmm. and then over the top. Yeah. Because they're trying to get back to the plane or to the target line. Yeah. Not the plane. Is that why people miss the ball? Well, they yeah, miss it, and then yeah, they and then everybody says their head came up, and that's the funniest one is um, because your head comes up because of something else. Like what? Um, just being out of position. Okay. And then you have to move your head just to try to hit the ball. Oh. So they'll come out and they'll go, "Yeah, I was playing with Billy yesterday." And, Oh, Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Billy. Yeah. Billy, yeah. Billy said I lifted my head up. And yeah. I said, what, Billy shoot? Billy, Billy, shot, Billy shot 98. I said, all right. Okay, yeah. That's good thinking. Billy, Billy, I don't want to trust Billy. <laughs> that's right. But no, but then, you know, I explained to them that I'm not going to tell you not to lift your head up. I'm going to figure out why you're lifting your head yeah. up. Yeah. Because there's a reason over here why you did it, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. But that's the worst thing ever said in golf is keep your head down. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. It's yeah. one of those things. But everybody says it because yeah. what else are you going to say? It'd be like if I didn't, yeah. you know, if I was trying to teach somebody to lift a weight, I'd go, you know, bend your legs or something. You know, I don't <laughs> okay. care. But don't yeah. hurt your back, bend your legs. That's so, funny. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's what most people say. And, I, and then I go in to um, keep your eye on the ball. Mm. Yeah, and then some people go, well, I don't even... You know, how do you keep your eye on the ball? I said, well, if I were to toss you a ball, you have to yeah. track it to catch it. Yeah. So that's what we're designed to do is to track things. So if I'm looking at this ball, it doesn't mean I'm keeping my head still or anything, but I'm watching the club hit the ball, and then I can follow the ball or like a baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, watch the ball hit the bat. What are the most common limitations? Rotation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say rotation, and I think... External rotation mm. in the right arm. Most people, for whatever reason, you know, can't move their yeah, arm back. Definitely, especially like if you pick up golf older, and it's it's a newer skill. Like it's a yeah, most of you, yeah, you can't. I mean, they can't. They're they're here, yeah. so you know, they're so gonna have a hard swing. time getting the club on plane. Okay, and yeah. I show them just a regular exercise, and then I go, hey, look, you need to see a professional. Mm. I don't. I mean, I'm not a, a TPI or a mm. Yeah, physical therapist, but I do know that I've had a lot of physical therapy, and I can. This is a good exercise. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You need to be able to do it. However, you go about doing it. But that's the most common thing you see people can't do. Yeah, I think. um, Yes, rotation. Okay. And then the lack of rotation creates independent arm movement. Oh. Or independent arm movement might just be something somebody wants to do. So it's hard for me to know because I don't. What is test. independent arm movement? That just means you move your arms without your body because it's more okay. comfortable. Yeah. But, but they need to move as a unit if you want to be connected. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah, everything kind of gets out of sync. So the four areas, one is grip, 
to his foundation. Grip, yeah, grip and, and club face, which okay. is a combination, obviously. Okay. Foundation, which foundation, is your lower body, okay, which is stays up and up underneath you the whole time. It stores energy. It'd be like, you know, uh, shot put or a, yeah, just it's like power. Yeah, where you get or, your power. Yeah, we're, we're grabbing the ground. I tell people if you stood on, you know, if you went to the hockey rink, hit a golf ball, how hard would you hit? <laughs> Not real hard. Not very hard. Exactly, because you can't use That's the ground. Great, yeah. Well, and, and, and they go, hmm. And, um, yeah, so foundation and axis is, is the spine angle. Hmm. So we got it down the line, which stays in the same place until um, you hit the golf ball, which okay. is another thing that people do. It's called early extension. They do this yeah. because they're out of position. So the only way to hit the ball is to stand up. So what happens in the swing when that ha- what happens to the ball if they uh, they can early? totally hit it fine yeah some people look at it as a cosmetic thing and uh, hmm. it's usually um, a product of what you're doing up here usually it's a steep position and in an effort to get the club back on plane standing up is an athletic move ah so it's yeah, like it, a compensation so, yeah, yeah total compensation so like upper body plays a huge role obviously well the club yeah. once the club yeah. um, gets out of position we try our best to, to help get back in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yes and so it yeah it's proprioception we know where things are in space yeah so once I grab the golf club I have a relationship with the club head whether I know it or not mm-hmm. yeah I it's do. an extension yeah. of you yes and yeah. just like if I were holding a ping pong paddler I, I yeah. know, I know like I'm control. not going to try to hit it with the side of it I know to do like that hey, I hope have, you ever, <laughs> have you ever had anyone who like straight up had no clue what, I've had a, how to hold, what to do. I've had a couple of people that the, the club faces were bizarre. Okay. And and the last one I had, it was he just kind of it was funny. He was a great person. Just chuckled at it, and we kind of laughed together. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe it, because he never saw himself. And now he saw a video, yeah. and he's like, What was he doing? He had it over, like almost yeah. reverse shot, just like the when word, he would hit it or try to hit it. Trip, you were trying, yeah, yeah, but no, it, it was it was fun because it was it was once he saw it, like yeah, I said, he'd never definitely. seen himself. Yeah. So once he saw it, and I could put a you know a professional beside him and show him what the club face does, mm-hmm. then he was like, I can't believe I was doing that. I said, Well, you didn't know you were doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah, and then the fourth area is it's the plane okay. of the club. So the, the oh. circles tilted. Okay. Where did you learn all that? I mean, this sounds like physics. It, it's not. You just learn. It's just. It's a. It's um, you learn from being around people that know it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and you try to. Um, and back in the day when I started, it was books. No, now it's YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and back then you could find somebody you admired or liked or had a simple approach to it and that's who you would follow now on YouTube there's so many oh my gosh and I tell yeah. people I say hey if, if you're going to do this pick one person hmm. because you can't match all these some people are method teachers some people are fundamental teachers I would be more of just a fundamental teacher I just take a person Mm-hmm. And like I said, try to get their club to do the right thing. Yeah. What's what does method mean? Meaning um, just a certain way. This is the okay. way. This is the way you do it. Like a. Okay. I, mean, I, don't, I don't really follow many methods, but there used to be like a, a stack and tilt, or or they feel like that their way is the way to do like it. This is how you have to. Move but your body. if you go or, or yeah or okay. but if you look back at um, yeah the golf swing, it's it's not changed. Yeah, that it, was... It, 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 and it can't change. Now, no, the way the you describe it, you know, now they use, like, owner, DBA, or things that, you know, it sounds good, but yeah. it's the same thing they talked about 50 years ago. They just said it different. Hmm. But you're still making a tilted circle with a foundation. Done so deal. <laughs> you are more of the, you know, group that the club has to do the same thing, but your body might have to do Based something on what different. the ball's going to do, yeah. Now track man can track all that kind of stuff. It can tell you angles of approach, face angles, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, you've been this been in this for a while. How has, like, golf instruction and philosophy changed or developed? Like, 
what thing are you maybe teaching now that you used to not teach? Or on the flip side, like what is what is wrong out there right now? Because I <laughs> I hear some people being like, oh, you know, it used to be taught that way, and now it's not. Like, what's the? I I, I think it's going in a. I mean, I think there's a lot of um, method methods, and I, I don't know. I uh, to me. The only thing that's changed with me is um, being able to see things better. I mean, when I first started, I didn't have a camera. You didn't have iPhones with you at all times? That's crazy. I know. We didn't, I, didn't have, camera. I, didn't ha- I didn't even have a camera. Like a... <laughs> Not even a, 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 whatever, a VHS. Yeah. And that was when people were starting to use them. Hmm. And... I no, I, I taught all day at Wild Dunes, and I with your own eyes, with my eyeballs. Dang, and yeah. and, and the ball flight. You know, when I was a kid, if your ball hooked, you tried to slice it, and that's how you found your way out of it. It was, and you yeah. did because you had to do something different with the club to make it do something different. Yeah. Now you can see it clear as day, and, and you can slow mo it, you can track it. It's uh, crazy. You can flip it left handed, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So huh. in an iPad. Yeah. That's all you need. Now there's a lot, you know. You got to know what to do with the information that you see. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> that's where so, you so the first thing I want to say, I remember the first time I saw myself on a video. It was a long time ago. And the first thing I noticed is from a face-on view as I was losing hair on the top of my head. Oh, my God. And I've never seen it before. I'm like, <laughs> what the no. I never looked in the mirror like that. So I was you like, can't. no, I was like, that's I'm, how you figured it out. I'm like, I'm losing hair, man. This is so, this so it was is incredible. Really so that was very useful at the time. So I'm like, I need to wear a hat more because I'm going to get sunburned up there. So. Oh my gosh. So, and then um, when I came over here, they had a nice piece of uh, video equipment. Mm. And so that's when I was like, wow, this is cool. And so you can put. Uh, uh, somebody swing up against another swing, a, a professional swing. Yeah. And now they have an idea. You can slow it down, and, and, and as you're talking about, you know, the nine o'clock position or being on plane at the top or close. Mm-hmm. Now instead of them trying to figure it out, they can see it. And go, okay, that's very they simple. They know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And so now, it. being able to see yourself on a screen and make a swing is really good because now you can work your way through it and, mm-hmm. and go, no. Nope. So I can have a plane line that somebody can see mm. as they stand there and they have to trace it. So they go, oh. they go here, they go, no, that's not right. They go here, oh, that's not right. Okay, I got to turn, oh, that's right on plane. And and then you're like, okay, now I got an idea. Whether I can do it or not, I don't know. But when I go practice, I have a plan. So now with all that new technology, are people getting better faster? <laughs> I don't think so. From what, I, from what I don't know where I heard it, but I guess people, everything's about the same. And that could be, I mean, you would think with golf clubs, golf balls are better. Mm-hmm. But then golf courses are much longer. Greens oh. are far more demanding. Okay, they're, they're harder. They're bigger. They're undulated. They're fast. So... Yeah. We could sit down and, and talk about it for days, I guess. But, yeah, and it's a hard game. You have to play a lot mm-hmm. to get good. And then usually, you know, when people get to a certain level, they if they don't play for a while, they can yeah. come back. You know, kind of come back. Yeah. But, but if you don't still, get to that level, exactly, it, 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 it's hard. Yeah. And then people think good. that they play golf if they play two or three times a month. That's, that's not enough. No. Nah. Oh. That's not even... I mean, you got to play... If I said, you play yeah. golf, and you go, yes, and I would you know, call that three or four times a week. Yeah, that's a good point. Like You'll get a lot it's better. It's so technical. There's so much skill Oh, yeah. Involved. Oh, yeah. You can't possibly... That we lose that skill when, like, you know, to get science about it, like strength and aerobic fitness. Like, you don't lose that quickly, but skill is something that, like, kind of resets a little bit quicker like if I were to never like these things on the board snatch or clean and jerk if I did it twice a month I would not be good at it and you'd have to figure out where's my body doing this how am I pulling the bar like I never really thought about it the same way for golf oh yeah it's and then but you have most people probably 
that are playing two to three times a month. That's like their regular cadence. And it's getting better now. I yeah. mean, people are, are, I guess, working remotely or... Oh, yeah. Or, people, everyone's moving to Charleston, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and it's... Um, yeah, a lot of people are playing more golf, which is good, and... Uh, so we're telling people that you need to go play more golf. Yeah, if somebody, you know, it's what I need to do, I said, you need to, you know, if you play, well, I can only play once a week, I go, that's great, we'll get to the range a couple of times, yeah. putt for 30 minutes, and, uh, yeah. you know, go to the short game here, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a very selfish sport, hmm. um, not in a bad way, but if you want to be good, yeah, it's, all, it's all about you for eight hours a day. Hey, that sounds great. Yeah. That's why probably <laughs> a lot of people do it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's, um. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, but fun, Re- very rewarding because when you when you learn how to play, mm-hmm. you know, when you learn um, you know how to play bad shots and mm. that you don't have to be on your best game to yeah to do well to hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. You, you got some freedom it. there. You don't have to hit it really, really good. You just can't hit it bad. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's not how good the goings are; it's how good the balance are. So youth Sport. athletics have exploded for sure. So why do you see people start playing golf? Like, What is it about golf that people are excited about, that you're excited about? COVID. Mm, okay. Started. That was huge. That, yeah. That blew up. <laughs> I got that's, super busy during that, COVID. I'm just saying. No, yeah. at the first, it was we were all like, oh, Oh, gosh. Crap. Yeah. And then I was like, everybody's like, outside, okay. Yeah, and then outside and so Yeah, and then we're trying, yeah, and we're trying to figure out how people can ride carts together. You know, people, you know, come to a lesson, and, and I got a monitor over there, you know, six feet away. They, they can look at my iPad if they want to. They mm-hmm. can stay over there and look at that. Yeah. And, uh, but then I see um, a lot of people come out that all of a sudden need to do some business golf. Yeah, men okay. and women. Yeah, like, hey, for sure. I, you know, I got, I got to go play, mm-hmm. and I don't know really anything about it. Um, and or with their uh, their in laws, right? Be a common thing too. It, it, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know about that one, but maybe. <laughs> I don't but I see people that have worked their most of their life and been a, you know, played twice a year in a scramble with the company, mm-hmm. and now you know they're retired and they live on Daniel Island. They want to get better yeah so those are fun to work with because they don't really have super bad habits the ones that are tough are the ones that have have created habits but they're pretty decent golfers and then they want to go to another level and they're like well look here we gotta we gotta talk about this we gotta be very gentle because you know you're already doing decent but you're probably stuck there Hmm. Potentially, yeah. Uh, unless you play every day, <laughs> and then yeah. you'll get better, or your short game goes through the roof, or, or whatever. But as far yeah. as and most people come out, the first thing you're going to say, and what you know, what brings you to the back of the range? I um, I want to be more consistent, and I want to hit it farther. I go interesting, huh. <laughs> and then, interesting. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> well, amazing. Everyone wants. I want to be faster. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally unique. And, yeah, and. But then a lot of people, which is hard to believe, will go, I just want to play and not embarrass myself. Yeah, great. And then I go, well, that's up to you. I mean, you're not playing with professionals. or I mean, we'll we'll talk about that because, I mean, if you can play in four hours, it doesn't matter if you shoot 150 Hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to move along and play. And now you're playing golf. And then eventually... You start making finishing holes, and the next thing you know, you're you know you're breaking fifty and yeah. you move along like that. But it shouldn't be. It should be something you just you know laugh about. Yeah, this is a game. You That's just, true. You just play it unless you can't hit the ball. Well, if you can't hit the ball, it's gonna be a long day. Yeah, most, <laughs> it's gonna be a real long. You're not gonna, gonna go very you far. Out. Yeah. That's right. But um, you're gonna get sunburned for sure. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, eventually, I don't get many people that can't hit the ball. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, you probably <laughs> wouldn't have a job anymore. Yeah, no, but I mean, they, they can, yeah. I've yeah. seen some that struggle. So, that's why, you know, a lot of people start mm-hmm. golf for those reasons. Why, why do you love golf? What was about golf for you? I like 
the, uh, um, the competitive part because you're you're for five hours or so you're battling your brain Ooh. to make decisions. Yeah. My mother used to say, "You look like you were miserable out there." And I said, "I was having the best time of my life." Like a big, do you like chess? Uh, no. I was like, it's probably very similar. It is, but yeah. chess, I, I, I'm a little. Uh, you're not outside. You're not moving uh, your body. Yeah, and somebody's got to move. Hey, if you're not going to move, I'm going to move again. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. in golf, you nobody can get near you. Nobody can say anything to you. They can't tackle you. They can't outrun you. Yeah, and you just mental. you just get in your little. Like I would play and and really not remember my whole round. I would have to sit down and you know if somebody were signing scorecards. Yeah. How'd you get on thirteen? Well, it was 13. I had to get a, if I hadn't played the course a bunch, I'd have to look at the scorecard. And then, like, the guy I worked with that played on the tour, he remembers holes from 50 years ago. Yeah. And that, everybody's different. And that was my whole fun was just getting so zoned out that I didn't, I had a small little world of whatever. And when I got done, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, I was, where I was I? over there. I was over what there. Are you for, think, what are you thinking about? It went out there? Like, you know, when you're on your head, you're all alone. You don't know about the score. Like, what are you thinking about? I think about um, what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, like, first of all, you know, you're... you're like, some people um, could potentially talk to you walking mm-hmm. and, and yeah. then go hit a ball. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do that. I was like, I just need to be away. Yeah. Like, you know, and um, I don't know. Just the... And just walking to your ball and mm-hmm. feeling the wind, uh, yeah, Take getting the there and, and, and going. All right, I got to get this ball to the left side of the hole, you know. And I don't, you know, and then picking your club and getting it over there and doing it, and then going, come, yeah, and just. It's a lot of decisions. Rather than I'm just going to hit this ball as far as I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of happens off the tee box. Yeah, that's that, the first. Yeah, decision. the first thing you know, but you do want to get it in a good spot. But then you just hit it, and then yeah, and. and and I, I just enjoy that. It's be like, um, you know, pitching a baseball game. You yeah. Know, you got to be zoned in. Yeah. I mean, you throw a bad pitch, mm-hmm. especially for the guys, you know, that are at the next level of MLB. It throw a couple bad pitches, game's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And, and so that's the thing with golf is you could play, you know, 15 good holes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And you have three bad ones, you don't make a check. Yeah, you're right. It's, it really it's is. just, so every... Every move you make, you have to be responsible for. And that's the beauty of mm. stroke play. And if you're playing match play, or some people are better gamblers because, you know, if they lose a hole, let's go to the next one and try to win the next yeah. one. If they lose out and they, they go on the next one, they don't care. But if you have to add up every shot, mm-hmm. you know. Everyone matters. Everyone yeah, everyone counts. matters. And, and, and you have to, um, yeah, you're responsible for the, from the time you tee it off to the time you put it in the, in the hole in the last one. And that's. Sounds like some a lot people, of pressure. Um, I, I mean, it's just not. I mean, depends on what. Well, you're also good at it. Well, no, but I mean, I, I mean, now I, I, I don't do it because I really don't play any. But but then, I mean, it was a yeah. good. It's what you wanted. Yeah. I mean, you just really, that's what you woke up was for the pressure. You want a scoreboard yeah. up there, mm-hmm. you know, to play just on a you know afternoon. It's hard to get the same. Yeah, like the same. I'm picturing you doing this now. Yeah, no. Okay, no. I was like, no, oh wow. No. Now, <laughs> I, I, now, if I went out there and and I have done many section events since I've been, um, you know, teaching or whatever, and I literally get there and I go, what am I doing here? <laughs> I got three kids at home, a <laughs> Wait, wife, a job. I'm not going to make as much money. In yeah. this tournament, as I just right. left, back, <laughs> yeah, as I yeah. just left back at you know, but yeah. you get away. It's fun to, to to see all your old friends and and whatnot. But then, you know, it's just like it's hard to get jacked up, you know, because it's like I, I don't. Yeah. It's hard to care. I lost my my care. Yeah, I mean the stakes aren't as high, and like right. you you cared so much, which got you to where you are. Yeah, and now I just I got other things that I have to. Yeah, like you're not going to lose that if you don't play a good golf game. Nothing. Not, yeah, not, it's more right. people care more when it's competition and ego and like. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, now, if I don't perform well, then I'm not good, and then, you know, all those I'm, things. I'm good about that. I, I like... Uh, it's just a game. The, yeah, the guy, again, the guy, our director of instruction, he go, how do you go to a tournament not prepared, and you don't care if you shoot 74? I go, well, that's, that's what I set my expectation at, yeah. because I'm not prepared. Mm-hmm. And if I shoot a couple over par, you know... That's good. Yeah. I haven't played any golf. Great. So yeah, I'm exactly. excited. I'm excited. I mean, that's that's really good. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And I go, it's, well, I can. I said, I I, I challenged myself. Because it's going to be hard for me to, to do that. I'm going to have to be, you know, I'm going to be locked in for, for mm-hmm. about four and a half hours because I'm not playing and I'm probably not hitting it that great. But it's it's a good challenge. Yeah. it's It would be disappointing if you had trained and prepared and you expected I would yeah but and, I would my expectations would be yeah quite and a bit your different. actions would be different yeah, you would certainly. have trained that's right yeah. I, would, I would do what I needed to do exactly. <laughs> to get that score that's right what do you feel like golf has taught you about yourself as a person like a lesson that you've learned wow I know um, we're getting into it now yeah, yeah. it just um I don't know. I just just what I was saying. You know, work hard. You know, set your goals. Stay focused, and and you know, and look back, and you got it. You know, <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> right. I mean, you just wake up and get on it, and mm-hmm. do what you got to do. Train, whatever it is. I mean, I practice every day in golf, so now I try to learn as much as I can about the golf swing. Look at golf swings all the time just to see you know what what people are doing and mm-hmm. they're pretty much all the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> as they were yeah. 100 years ago so but just different yeah and i don't know cuz it's not a team sport it, it i guess it taught me to focus yeah that's what it I sounds mean, like yeah and and i remember back when i was playing full time i think i, I read this uh, I'm not a big reader, but I would find little Zen books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I had one, and what I would do, what really helped me is I would get up in the morning, and whatever I did, that's all I was doing. And I learned how to do it pretty good, like brushing my teeth. Focus on that. Like right now, when I'm brushing my teeth, you know, I got a cat running around, somebody yeah. asked me where something is, Why, why'd you leave the door open, you know, <laughs> you know. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and it was fun for me to wake up and I'm just brushing my teeth. And, and literally, I'm walking to the car. And that's all I'm doing. You're t- you're talking about mindfulness right now and, and meditation, which yeah. is actually like, I mean, has exploded in terms of scientific research. But well, I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's what I did. Able, like, but it, it's super But it helped valuable, me totally. Right? Yeah, it helped me totally because I could just get in my Focus. own get in my own And be present. World. Yeah. 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 I guess you could call it, yeah. It, like, all I'm thinking about is what I'm doing right now. And, like, on a golf course, it's super valuable. And that's why I say it's selfish. I can't do that now. Because if I go out there now, you know, all of a sudden I'm thinking about, you know, one of my kids or my wife or my job. Oh, did I email Billy? Billy. He's going to do a lesson. Is right? there a real Billy or are we just using Yeah, I just name? use it. Okay. But, yeah, no, there is a real. I'm doing it. Good old Billy. But old I'm not Billy. referring to him when I say that. I just yeah. name it popped in my head. But uh, yeah, that's funny that it's like that. What you describe is a practice that a lot of people now do in terms of their mental and physical health to help them focus, to help them be more present. And yeah, I need to get back into it. I mean, just start by <laughs> brushing yeah. your teeth. Yeah. Brushing I can't. Uh, it's too hard right now. You got a cat I mean, and kids and all I've that. Got all kinds of stuff going on for. Uh, but yeah, it was. It's very fun mm-hmm. when you can control yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's controlling your mind. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's being doable. able to direct it's, your it, attention. It's doable because yeah. I try to tell my kids, and they just they, oh god, they I mean they have they phones me, they, and yeah, all this stuff yeah, they look going at me on. Like I'm just either lying or from another planet. I'm going no, you can you can make yourself yeah. stay super, but you have to practice it. That's what people don't realize. It's, yeah, like, it's not like something that you read and you go, okay, I'm going to do this. Because I, mean, I had a situation in a tournament and I was um, 
15, 16 holes in, and I do remember this, and this guy came up, friend of mine, and he was like, dude, you're in the league, you're going to win this tournament. And I totally went, I lost where I was. And I couldn't, I couldn't pick my yardage. Basically, I just had to limp back to the place. So I was so locked in to what was going on that I just, because somebody got in my space. Yeah. <laughs> Your radius. Yeah, it's like, just, you just got in my kitchen. And, and, and that, yeah. yeah, and that's why, like, if you see um, sometimes a, a, a basketball player, you know, yeah. bust, busting threes, and then another team calls a timeout, oh, and yeah. he runs to the end of the bench, and they come down there, and they, he's like, get away. Mm-hmm. Just get away from him. He's focusing on this. Because I'm in a zone. I got to... Yeah, and you just... I mean, look at Tiger Woods is the world's best. I mean, he's like a Zen master. I mean, he just gets it done. Yeah. Then obviously Jack... I mean, they all do if they're, you know, at at a level. They have to be able to focus. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so much focus. And like you said, a lot of people think you either have focus or you don't when it's actually that you have to practice it. And... Fortunately for Tiger Woods, you know, his whole life revolves around practicing this. Right, right. And you definitely, yeah, you can, I feel like if you want to, you can learn how to do it. Definitely. Yeah. It just <laughs> takes practice and regularly doing it. And then right. when you notice, oh, I'm not focusing anymore, you just bring yourself back to that's what you're right. focusing on. But that's easier said than done. So your whole day is teaching people golf, but more importantly, teaching. You're a teacher. Mm-hmm. What is it about teaching people that you love? Teaching people of all ages. Well, it's fun to see somebody hit a golf ball and go, wow. You know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know up. I could do that. And um, I just, it's, it's fun to, to have something that you know that people want to get to know. Yeah. You know, it's like they come to you because you've, you've taken your time to learn it. And, and you've done it for a long time, and, and, and now they, I mean, these are people that are professionals, you know, that, in whatever area, yeah. that are, you know. Experts in whatever. Whatever, but hands, they, yeah. if they realize that you have done what they've done, mm-hmm. you know, in your field, and so they want to listen to you. Yeah. And, yeah. You're the expert. Yeah. You're the golf advisor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're so the I golf just, lawyer. I just look at them, and I say, look, here's. Here's the plan, and um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And now, like I said, now video, and you know, you, you know, yeah. Back in the day, it was tougher. I remember at Wild Dunes, this guy was swinging his club super long, and nobody feels that because you can't see it. So he's what is oh, long? Geez. And uh, I said no, nah. and he would do it again. I say, uh, I said no, nah, it's still a little bit long. No, nah, still. A little, how was that one? A little bit long. And finally, he says, "You're crazy," and he just left. Yeah. Yeah. So now <laughs> you show it to it. <laughs> I have a video, and they go, "That was the last thing." I go, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. They go, "Wow!" And because you did, I mean, I do it to myself. I can video, and I have, you know, have some situations I'm trying to get better with. But and I feel like, up, oh, that was it. And I go look at it, and nah, still not where I want it to be. And yeah, to have that like that connection again between like this is what I'm feeling, and oh, that's what that. That's what that oh, produced yes, when I felt yes, like this. Yes. And, yeah. And people, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Otherwise, they would leave and totally say, this guy's crazy. You got to just bring a big mirror out there. Roll a big mirror out on <laughs> No, I keep my video. I, I don't even know if I would want to teach without video now. Anymore? No. Why? Just because it's, um, I can slow down everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if I had to look at, um, an advanced player, mm-hmm. you know, I could, I could, you know, watch the ball flight and say this is probably what you need to do, or if their line was off, something like that, or grip's too strong or too weak. But then at the same time, to be able to, you know, their ball's going, you know, ten yards right, which is not a big deal, but to them it is. You know, and be able to to slow it down and go, okay, well you're. Mm-hmm. Your club's a little bit underneath, and it's pointing over there, and that's where the head's going to deliver. And it's perfection at that point. It's yeah, at that point, it, and then you figure out why is it doing that, and yeah. try to try to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. So, where can 
people start get starting with get started with you to train with you for you to teach them take lessons like how does that process work um you can um we are a private club but we are um open to non-members for for golf instruction and you just, uh, call the daniel island club and they will um give you my phone number there you go and at that point um uh, most people you know text me or call me and then um, non-members aren't able to access the um, lesson book. Mm-hmm. Like members can go online. And schedule it. And schedule it. Yeah. I just look and say, oh, wow, cool. I've got so-and-so mm-hmm. coming up in the next few days or whatever. But, yeah, all non-members just go through the shop. And I have no problem with them giving out my phone number and, and uh, just meet new people. Yeah. The camps right now, are those open to non-members? They are. Um we have a wait list for non-members, so we okay. we fill the camps up with members. Yeah, because you probably have camps throughout the whole summer, right? All summer, yeah. yeah. Five and six, seven, eleven, twelve to eighteen. We're on the twelve to eighteen camp this week. Okay. And that's a five-day camp, and then the five and six-year-olds are a three-day oh camp. Oh my gosh! Oh, so they're, they're fun. What's the most fun age group? There's, they're all different. It's you, so great. You I gotta mean, pick heard, your favorite kid. Uh, I can't. I mean, what's the the funniest? Maybe the funniest is probably the five and six year olds. Just some of the what I mean. I'm just surprised they can hold a golf club. Oh, they do well. They yeah, and um, yeah, they actually they do pretty good. We get about thirty to forty minutes out of them. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, make it fun. Yeah, you learn to do it, and you keep it fun, and and some of them will. Hit for ten minutes and they're done. And our coach, go pick uh, up the grass. Yeah, yeah, they got a journey around, and we just, you know, it's all you know. Safety's the <laughs> safety's the first objective. Yeah, but, nobody gets uh, hit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you just never. Yeah, you heard cats out there? Not really. I mean, we, we, it's a six to one ratio, so. Oh, okay, great. So, but we you know, we got an assistant uh, instructor that that helps out tremendously, um, and yeah, so he and I run the whole program so yeah we can't get any more than that because you can't do it plus plus we have space and transportation mm-hmm. everything revolves around six to one that's kind of like industry-wide okay i mean you'd love to get 20 to one oh, make a whole yeah. fortune oh but nobody get anything out of it yeah and, yeah no, and, and they probably wouldn't come back especially as a five-year-old they'd be Ooh, lost in yeah, the woods they would be yeah yeah they would but yeah the and then the 12 to 18s, or I learn things from them because of what they learn on the internet that I don't oh. access. <laughs> so I'm like, so like, not I'm, on the internet? Uh, uh, yes, and last year these kids were using these terms that they had heard, and so I start using them at the dinner table, and my, my kids are like, oh my gosh, like what? Like what terms are you using? I, I, uh, I thought you meant golf terms. You no. mean just like turn? Oh, yeah. Okay, they yeah, taught you like, things. Like, yeah. <laughs> and your kids were like, "What?" They, they, they knew. Yeah, they knew what because they, they had yeah. heard it. They're watching the same stuff. Exactly. You know, and uh, oh, and, and I was just seeing it, and they just were like, Dad just I said, said that. "Yeah, that's." I said, "This is the kids at camp from the twelve to 18. So. What the kids are saying these days? Yeah, yeah. and then the seven to elevens, they're fun because they they're able to. Yeah, you can communicate yeah. good with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they right? understand. And, yeah. And, yeah. And they really haven't gotten to this other part of the internet that, that oh, these gosh. people have gotten to, fortunately. Yeah. And some of them have because they got older brothers or whatever, or older sisters or what have you. And then the five and six, mm-hmm. they're just you know, bright eyed and just tickled to be oh, alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just, I feel like the seven to 11s are. Old enough to understand, but young enough where they still think you're really, really cool. Right. And they think, I mean, they think school is amazing. And then you turn 12 and you're like, no, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. What is something that you wish more people knew or understood about golf? Last question. New or understood? Mm -hmm. What's a misconception about golf? Well, I know one thing's a misconception that. Okay. Golf professionals mm-hmm. like myself make a lot of money and play a lot of golf. <laughs> I'm telling that people, it's amazing that people go, Well, you play golf all the time. You must just play golf. And all you time. make half a million dollars and say, Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I haven't played any golf and I work hard for my money. So, there you go. but it, that's, and uh, golf itself is, um, 
I mean, it's it's. I don't know what would be a misconception. It's a it's a game. People think it's something that you have to play well, maybe, and you really don't. I mean, you don't have to do anything well if you enjoy it. If you, you know, I have people. I have people that, you know, there I go. Well, if you don't. You know, if you're tickled with the 85, then we don't need to have a conversation. If you're happy with how you play, yeah. then I'm happy for you. you yeah. Know? Or then the next person, you know, might not be happy with the 85. But um, that, I don't know, maybe affluent people play golf is a misconception. Anybody can play golf. The golf ball has no idea who's hitting it. You just got to, right? It's a <laughs> golf ball. It's laying there on the ground. Doesn't know if, you know, the guy, the billionaire is hitting it or... Or yeah. Billy. Yeah, or Billy. Billy <laughs> might be ripping it. You know, Billy, you know. And, uh, and, and, the, and the beauty of golf is you can't, you can't buy it. Hmm. That's one of my favorite things. And it's very objective. There's yeah. nothing. I mean, what'd you shoot? Well, I, and when somebody will go, about a, I got, there's no about some no. golf. <laughs> you shot a <laughs> you 94 got? or a 95. And they always go, what'd you have? A four or five. Well, did you have a four or a five? Yeah, they yeah. know. Yeah, and so that's a really good thing about golf is, uh, for instance, speaking of the youth sports, so you could be on a team and maybe not start, mm-hmm. only because, for whatever reason, your parents aren't there all the time or whoever. If you play golf, if you shoot the best, you're on the team. Yeah. So it, There's no politics in it? Well... If there are, then you're not real bright if you're a coach. <laughs> you yeah. Because you're going to... I mean, it's just easy. Because you could easily look at two kids playing soccer for me, and I would go, well, they both look kind of good. <laughs> yeah, especially playing off of each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know who should be starting or should make the team, but golf... What's their score? It's a number. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very objective. Yeah. It's honest. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Michael. This thank you great. for having me. Yeah, learned a lot about golf. Good. Maybe, <laughs> maybe play some one day. But you said you you don't like it unless you. Oh no! I get just the did instant gratification. Literally twenty minutes of it with my dad, and I was like, ah, whatever. I'm good. Yeah. So I I, I uh, still need to give it another chance. I'm very open to it. All right. So good. I'll let you know. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.